Welcome, POTUS Shield warriors, watchmen, and worshipers. Frank Media here. I'd like to pick back up on the COVID-19 issue. You might recall that in January of last year, that I was likely the very first one, along with Senator Tom, to bring this to the public's attention. And at that point, with some research that I had fallen into, and also with the help of Charisma Magazine a little bit, we were able to pinpoint that this virus came out of the Wuhan lab. Now, since then, we've seen that because of this election cycle and President Biden once again with Fauci re-embracing the WHO World Health Organization, that they did this, what I'm going to call a scam uh, process of going into China and seeing only what the Chinese would let them see, hear only what they would let them hear, and came out, some of them, with a conclusion that this most likely transformed over from an animal to a human. Beloved, that didn't happen. And uh, we said then that this was a culture that was grown in the Wuhan, that it either was released or that it escaped, and that China kept it under wraps for several months, at least that we know of, prior to it being exposed here in Seattle and then further on uh, in February and March. And now we know the pandemic that came upon the world. We believe, and I still do, that China allowed this to export around the world. China has economically benefited in leaps and bounds by buying out companies and using their leverage economically to grab a foothold. They used it in one sense to topple a presidency and at the same time to put this country into economic chaos. Now I will deal a little bit later with another broadcast that deals with the agreement that I saw in the vision between President Biden and with the Chinese president. We see that now beginning to come out. I look to further expose that in a few weeks. But back to COVID. From that point on, we saw what result it had in our economy and the world economy. It had an effect in my own family, with my oldest daughter being one of the first known incidents here in this country after being in Seattle. And by November, it attacked her autoimmune system and she's still suffering from long COVID. So it comes home to us and we understand it's a real virus and we understand that it's a real threat to many people, no matter what their faith is and where they're at. And we're not going to scoff at anybody who makes a decision whether to get a vaccine or not to get a vaccine. That has to be something that the Lord speaks to each one of our hearts. Now, what I want to share with you is some information. I want to refer now to the North Dakota health statement that was brought out, talking about COVID-19 vaccines and fetal cell lines. And what it says is that in various stages of vaccine development and manufacturing, some of COVID-19 vaccines use cells originally isolated from fetal tissue, often referred to as fetal cells, some of which were originally derived from an aborted fetus. So there's some truth to that. The use of fetal cell lines, which is what these are called, is a very sensitive and important topic with faith communities. Of course, we know that. Now, we want to be fully informed. First of all, what are fetal cell lines? Well, if this information is correct, and I am told by others that they verified it, that fetal cell lines 
have, uh, are being used to produce some of the potential COVID-19 vaccines, particularly the Pfizer and the Moderna. And uh, they come from two sources. One's called HEK-293, which is a kidney cell line that was isolated from a fetus in 1973, about 50 years ago, undisclosed origin. Um, it was from either a spontaneous miscarriage or an elective abortion. It's never been disclosed which. PRC6, a retinal cell line that was isolated from an aborted fetus in 1985. Now, they go on to say that any vaccine that relies on these historic cell lines, you see, they took these cells and then they've multiplied them in the laboratory. So one of the myths that we want to dispel is that they're not harvesting uh, aborted children to create these vaccines now. These have been harvested from cell lines that date back to that, albeit controversial, but we'll deal with that in a moment. And uh, manufacturers prefer human cell lines than other cells because first of all, it helps the cells, the viruses to grow faster as they're researching and as they're creating these vaccines. Secondly, uh, these fetal cell lines that come from these historical lines um, last longer. They can be used longer than other cell types and they can be maintained at lower temperatures, which allow scientists to continue to use these cell lines from decades ago. They are being adamant that the COVID-19 vaccines themselves, Pfizer, Moderna, do not contain any aborted fetal cells. Now let's go on. Pfizer and Moderna both have uh, uh, vaccines are developed using fetal cell lines, but they don't require any of the fetal cell cultures in order to manufacture the vaccines. Johnson and Johnson, other, on the other hand, is using fetal cell lines and uh, to require the use of fetal cell cultures, specifically the PR point C6, in order to produce and manufacture the vaccine. So, where does that leave us? Well, I was contemplating this, and that is that many of us are aware that people that are having trouble having children, you can freeze your sperm, freeze your eggs, and they, it's a very expensive and difficult process, and they bring them together in vitro, and they, and they can freeze those to be used again at a future time. I know people who have gone through this process and they've harvested the union of several embryos, uh, eggs and, and, and sperm, and they've gone into banks. Now what happens with those if they're not cultivated into children? You tell me. But, and I'm not, I'm not saying against or pro that that should happen. I believe it's a wonderful thing for people that can't have children that God has been able to enable science to help that happen. But we do have that tissue. Now also, I happen to know that there's a harvesting of DNA and many people are doing it and have been doing it. And there's DNA banks where you give your own DNA, it comes out of your own body, your own bone tissue. And God forbid that you need to respond to uh, some kind of an issue, some kind of a disease, a leukemia, that you can harvest your own DNA, which they can grow the cells and inject them back into your body. What happens with those cells when they're not used? Again. I'm not judging. Now, let me go a little further. 
I can tell you with absolute clarity and understanding that this vaccine is not the mark of the beast, as some have tried to declare. If you remember, people all throughout my span of 40 years in the Lord had tried to point at a pope or somebody else or, or as another person that had marks on their head in Russia, Gorbachev, and saying, that's the beast, that's the mark of the Antichrist, that is the one. Um, and I understand that. This is not the 666 number. Now, however, I also agree that, that China, in consortium with what they were being moved, and let's talk about the Chinese government, not the Chinese people. Chinese people are wonderful people, and God is moving in that country in a mighty way, and we're believing God for a great revival there. There are more Christians in that country than there are in this country. And we have a Chinese pastor in our organization and, and his wife, wonderful people of God, and, and, and strong people of God, and committed people of God. And the people in China are willing to be persecuted for their faith. But the Chinese government is an evil government. And it's a communist government. It's a godless government. And so we realize that in consortium with the forces and the powers that aren't flesh and blood, that something was released on the earth to try and reset and change the world system, and likely is doing that going forward, even as we're preparing the way for the coming of the Lord. So yes, there will be a time when buying and selling is somehow, somehow moved according to that. And there is a time now where we're understanding that socialization and fellowship is being governed by this vaccine or not this vaccine, and more so from COVID-19 and not COVID-19. And we can expect that there'll be more issues, possibly more viruses. I don't know. But this I do know that the Lord has said that we should have a commission to go ye therefore through all the nations in Mark and to preach the gospel and that we should heal people and have signs and wonders and do not fear, nothing deadly, no poison shall be able to hurt you or kill you. Well, I do consider this virus as a poison. Now, they tell me that back over Thanksgiving, I tested positive. Why did I test? Because several people that I were working with, and I didn't want to bring it into our church, which stayed active, had tested positive. So I felt I owed it to them to see, and if so, that I would just isolate myself for a while and we'd be over with it. I tested, and it came out in the rapid test as negative. Four days later, they called me and said, well, the second test we took when you were leaving came back as a culture that's positive. Now, I know one doctor that says they just keep testing, testing, testing until they can get every whim that it's COVID so that they can put you in a historical bank and also tack another one on for the record. I was asymptomatic. My wife and I quarantined for five more days. It didn't disrupt our life, and we went on. Then came the vaccine, and we know all the controversy about it. My daughter, who has the issue uh, with her immune system, and uh, literally is still struggling to regain her strength and to regain the process of her thinking, etc. Wonderful two twins, beautiful two twins that God gave her miraculously and our son-in-law. And she's 42, 43 years old. So she decided she had to get the vaccine as her doctor told her because she could not in any way be able to sustain another attack in her autoimmune system. I encouraged her. I said, whatever you're led to do, you do what you must do to protect yourself. She wants to continue to be the mother of her children into her long years. They want her mother. They need her mother. She's a wonderful mother. She's a wonderful daughter. I'm proud of her. She's my blood.
Well, now it hit home because we're having a wedding for our son. The family's coming together. She's concerned about exposing other people or being exposed. And I said, well, let me determine what I will do. So I struggled with it. I prayed with it. And about six weeks ago, I had a very vivid dream. And I typically am up in the three o'clock watch, 3 a.m. in the morning, and I, I go into that netherworld where I'm between the dream and reality, praying for a while. And it was in that state that I had a very vivid dream, and many times God speaks to you and I in these dreams. And I saw a, a woman, a blonde-haired woman, and uh, she was a senior, getting ready to put a needle into my arm. And I flinched. And as I flinched, I felt a voice, I heard a voice speak to me, and I felt the peace of the Holy Spirit upon me saying, Son, do not worry. You do not need to fear this. Well, I was quite perplexed by it. I prayed about it. I shared my wife with it the next day, and I said, I'm sort of sensing that I need to reset my mindset about this a little bit because I'm totally opposed to getting this vaccine. I didn't need it. I already had COVID. God kept me. I'm not afraid of it. I mean, I've been in situations where my life was on the line in the mission field. I was arrested in the former Soviet Union. They poisoned me. I came back with bleeding out of my, my, my ears, out of my nose, out of my rectum. My wife looked at me. I was hollowed. I looked like a, a walking dead man. And it took months for my body to stabilize and to get the poison out of my system. They tried to kill me, but no poison. She'll kill me. And then I've had situations in the mission field where I've been bit by things and, and God was able to sustain me and bring me back around with no treatment. I've been out there, so I don't fear the things of the world or nature or even science because my God is greater and I have assignments and you have assignments. I have an assignment to be back in Israel for a documentary. I have an assignment to be with our church again in Pakistan, healing and, and, and preaching to the Muslim world. I have an assignment to be back in India with our churches and to our 35 churches in Africa. I need to go there. Well, guess what? Without the shot, it's going to be nearly impossible because you have to find yourself quarantining when you get to the countries. 10, 14 days, testing, coming back. Israel, you go right to a quarantine hospital or a quarantine hotel. 14 days. Well, who has a month to be there waiting to do the assignment? I don't. And so I said, Lord, how do I deal with this? So I got that dream and I saw the needle going in my arm and I didn't flinch. And the Lord said to me, son, it's all well. Well, about a month later, as my daughter was worried, I said, honey, I'm going to get the shot for you. I would drink poison for you and my grandchildren. I want to hold them again in my arms. And if that's what I need to do for you, I'm not worried about it. And I also, as I spoke to the Lord, said, I'm going to do my assignments. I'm not going to be deterred. I felt the peace of God. So I signed up. I went and I got in line March 21st and I went through the line and I got to my place. It was very well organized and I sat down and I was relieved to know it was a Pfizer shot. And I turned and I looked at the woman and she looked at me and she was blonde haired and a senior. And we looked at each other and she said, do I know you? I've seen you before. And I began to laugh. I said, I've seen you too, but you wouldn't believe where I saw you at. And then I began to speak to another person from the health department that I know, a sweet lady who's pregnant with children, and, and I was ministering to her. And I turned back to the lady. I said, well, let's get this over with. She said, sir, it's already done. You never flinched. And I walked out, and I had no reactions. And yes, I'll get my second one. Now, 
how am I weighing out my conscience as pertains to the fetal cell lines that were taken in 1985 and in the years before that? Well, I understand those lines have been multiplied and duplicated from what was then fetal tissue. But I also understand that God is using that in His purposes. What does it mean for you? You have to decide with the Lord what you should do. I firmly believe in all faith God will protect us and keep us, but I'm not going to project any judgment on anybody else, whether they do or whether they don't. And what I do ask you to do, don't let it become judgmental. Don't let it divide your families. Don't be taken away from your grandchildren, your children, from your mothers, from your fathers. Pray about it, because ultimately that's what it's attempting to do, to separate, to divide, to cause confusion. And for those of us who have assignments, for me and my house, we're going to serve. And I am certain this isn't going to be the last challenge and test that's upon me as to whether I fear for myself. I remember hobbling into Egypt being told I was going to lose my leg, which was full of gangrene if I went there, but I was on assignment from God. And when I got into Israel, it was even worse and I was treated, but God healed me and recovered me completely and I have my leg. So I want to encourage you to pray before the Lord what you should or shouldn't do. But most of all, do not be judgmental and do not have fear either for or against. God will keep you. God is in this. God is greater than science. God is greater than anything that come against us as long as we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. He supplies everything that we need. Potashield Watchman, Warriors, worshipers, Franca Media here going to sign out. I'm going to be back at you very shortly about 2022. I want our focus to go to 2022 and I want to share with you what I'm receiving because I've been praying very hard about it. God bless you. I love you more so. He loves you.